This is Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. Thanks so much for tuning in again. We are so happy you are joining us. And let's just talk real fast about not the elephant in the room, but the two computers in the room because today looks just a little bit different. So we are in two different places today. Yep, we're taking it back old school and we're Zooming each other for this podcast, which is a blessing on itself because we already have been able to just take over and understand how it all works. And it almost feels natural. Like I I don't, you know, I'm not missing a beat or anything like that just because we're via Zoom, but that's okay. We're going to have just as much fun and hopefully you can hear everything we say. We apologize ahead of time if it breaks out at any point and you miss a word. Hopefully it wasn't something important. Yes. So let's talk about being overwhelmed and overcoming being overwhelmed because I know the time that is in my life, the season that I'm walking through right now, which kind of feels like every season, but I am feeling so just overwhelmed. And like I was telling you, Elizabeth, I feel like I'm juggling. And then all of a sudden, like things are dropping on my head and sometimes I can dodge it. And then sometimes I get way blasted in the head. And it's just like, sometimes I'm like, enough, enough already. Yes. I felt that. And so that's why we're going to be taking a little segment from our things not taught well and talk about being overwhelmed and overcoming it. Because I feel like being overwhelmed is not something we talk about and then overcoming it. It's not taught at all, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like one bit. And so I'm really excited about this because I'm in the same boat as you, Tori. It's that overwhelmed boat that has things just coming at you at your head. It's like people have like shots coming at you and going like, I see your head. I'm aiming for you right now. (laughs) Right. So, you know, the feeling of overwhelmed hits us in a different way. I think each one of us just happens to deal with it in different ways because what may overwhelm me won't overwhelm Tori, won't overwhelm you. And because of that, we can respond in different ways, but there are some things that across the board will hit us when we're overwhelmed because basically overwhelming means that we can't take it anymore. It is above our head. We're in the water. We're trying just to wade and not go under. And so what does that look like? How do we overcome it? Mm -hmm. We're going to answer that hopefully give you some tips because I know that these tips are helping us as we even speak about it right now. Right. So for you, what happens when you get overwhelmed? I do two things. I melt down. I pretty much, when I get to the point where I'm at the brink of complete overwhelmness, I will melt down like a full on, like crying, uncontrolled, like, where is everything? How do I stop it? And I start to bring everything that's going on and I like take it all on my shoulders. So if I am overwhelmed in one place and one job or one area of my life, I will bring on the thing that bothered me yesterday and the thing that I'm coming up to tomorrow. And I'll just bring it all, all at once, even though I should probably be just addressing one issue at a time. Then the next thing is, is 
I actually will avoid the things I need to get done that would help me not be overwhelmed. So meltdown, bring everything in. And then the next thing is literally avoid it until it's that much harder. And it's now a snowball coming at me and I can just only brace for the impact. It seems, which isn't the truth. There's actually solutions to it. So Tori, (laughs) what about you? Like, how do you deal with it when it comes to being overwhelmed? Yeah. In the negative way. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The not good way. So don't do this. I will just shut down, like almost like go into like dark mode where I will just not do anything. Like I will just shut down. So if you text me, if you call, if, if I get emails, if anything like that on a personal side of things, I just, I just won't do it because I'm so just overwhelmed and then having to reach back out to somebody or having to talk to somebody. I'm just like, well, I can't do that. I have so many other things. My life is so busy. Like I, I just don't have the time because then it's going to take even more time to talk and then to reply and then all of this. So I tend to shut down. And the bad part about that is, is I I'm neglecting the people that I love. And then when I get out of that state of being overwhelmed, then I'm like, hi guys, like I didn't talk to you for like a week or two. So now I'm coming back out because I'm not as overwhelmed. And they're like, well, why didn't you answer me? Like, what, why didn't you say all that? Like, if I just would have been like, hey, I'm overwhelmed and like, I've got things going on and this and that, like, I can't do this per se, this is why I'm not texting back so fast, or this is why I'm not been responding, or this is why I can't, you know, talk to you on the phone for hours at night or whatever the case may be. Um, And I tend not to say that because then I think it's a defeat. And I don't know why sometimes I like the, not that I like the feeling of being overwhelmed, but it's almost like a security. Like it's like, well, I'm overwhelmed. So this is why I'm not texting you and not just, Hey, I got your text and I'm ignoring it. And it's like, no, no, like I have an excuse. This is my excuse. Um, so that's, that is what I do. Wow. So you justify it. Yeah. As you mentioned that though, I remember a season in my life where texting people was overwhelming to me. Every single text did not matter. And I would be overwhelmed because I was scrutinizing and I had my own thoughts about my writing, about what I was going to say, not giving enough details or the time or wanting to say more or not really liking technology (laughs) at the time. And so you're saying that I'm like, oh my goodness, add that to one of the things I do when I'm overwhelmed. I've had friends straight up call me out for it. And I appreciate every single time they do because we need to overcome it. We need to get past it because you're right. Our friends, they get neglected when we do that as our coping mechanism of avoiding and, you know, trying to overcome in our own way. Yes. And so now that Tori and I have talked about the two things or the groupings of things that we personally have done when we're overwhelmed that are negative, let's talk about those things that we can do that are going to be positive things that hopefully Maybe you already do, 
or you can add to your routine when you're overwhelmed. And hopefully you're a couple, you know, steps above us when it comes to the ways that we avoid things. <laughs> I'm praying that over your life, that God would bless you and help you just to be an overcomer and that you would not be like us and that we will also be overcomers in this area. But let's talk about those good things, Tori. What are some things that we can do when we're overwhelmed to get out of it? I kind of alluded to it um, when I was talking that not being afraid to say no. And I think that is like, I am the queen of being so afraid to say no. Like I will go to my brother and like say and read the text message again to him before I'm about to send it to somebody or say, Devante, is this okay if I send this? Because I get so afraid that if I say no, they're going to think some type of way about me. And then it's just going to come back to haunt me. And they're going to be like, well, don't talk to Tori or don't ask her that because the last time we asked her, she said no to it. And she's not reliable or this, that, and the other. And so I get so afraid. But when you have those feelings of being overwhelmed, that you cannot be afraid to say no, because really you got to think about you because there are times when you say, and you keep on saying yes, in the long run, it's going to hurt you. And so when you say no to things, it's just going to free up and it's going, it's almost like a weight, like saying no to this. It's like, I can breathe just a little bit more. Like, yes, there are some things that are still overwhelming, but look, I'm able to move just a little bit better because I did free up some space. Yeah. I think that one goes across the board. Mm-hmm. I think some of the things we can suggest right now may only work for some people yeah. like this one. I'm about to say um, breathing, just letting yourself sit for even two minutes, taking those deep breaths And then the next step after that, and this is the one that I do not like the most, and it sometimes just messes more with me at first, is letting yourself struggle in those thoughts to be able to work out a solution. So I bring in all the things going on and I sit in those thoughts. And sometimes me sitting in my thoughts are me actually verbally processing with someone else because that's how I process things. So most of the time it's my mom. Sometimes it's a friend, but literally sitting in the struggle of it so that then you're feeling all those things. You're not forgetting them. And then you can go, okay, but what have I forgotten that I need to start with? Not do, but what can I start with that? I would probably have forgotten that I could start with that simple task. So that breathing and that sitting um, and truly Truly, this is not Elizabeth being, oh, let's always, always, always make it spiritual. But if you have not read your word, whew, that, that's a red flag straight up. That is a red flag. If you have not read your word in your day and you end up feeling overwhelmed, that right there is like, stop, pause, put on the brakes because it will be the most beneficial thing that you could ever do so that when that light goes back on green, you can go. Yes. Just right there. I, that's a pretty cool perspective. If you think about yourself driving in a car, you have that, you know, green light, yellow light, red light, 
make sure that you put on a red light on your thoughts, a red light on your life for just a, a little bit so that as soon as it goes back to green, you're not squealing your tires and screeching and burning a lot of gas, just trying to get back into the rhythm of everything. Because if you have God on your side and you're reading your word, whew, things just go better. Yes. Thank you. That's good. That's good. <laughs> another thing that I like to do is I like to write it out just and I am the queen of like overanalyzing overthinking so a lot of times my overwhelmedness isn't always really overwhelmed so when I write it out I can look and see that no this has a simple solution so kind of like you sitting in the struggle to come up with solutions I, you know, I'll write it out and then I'll write down the solution. Like I remember a couple summers ago, I was getting a lot of things and people were asking a lot of me and I was just feeling like that. So I knew I was shutting down. I was shutting people out and I was getting into this um, mode that I just knew wasn't healthy. And so I got out my journal and I just started writing down the list of things that I was feeling overwhelmed with and the Lord was just giving me solutions like easy solutions like email this person back or send this text message and say thank you for this but at this time I can't blah 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 and that helped me so much because I was able to knock down some of the things that I was feeling overwhelmed with and then I was like hey it's not so bad after all so a lot of times when I am feeling overwhelmed I will often just be like, look at it, write it down. What are some things that you can knock off? And what are some things that aren't truly weighing you down in a sense? Mm -hmm. Like, and when you say write down, this is like a to-do list, right? Yeah, almost somewhat. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think back to when I was feeling overwhelmed just like simple things yeah because I mean I have to-do lists for like my job and things like that so it's not like I've got to take out the trash I've got to write a lesson plan I've got to clean the room like things of like my overwhelmingness would be um people asking me to do something or I've got to send this email or I have things that are required of me. And so for me making a list and writing out like, okay, here's what I have to do, but like also writing out a response to the email that I may need to send or like just looking at it kind of like, all right, so you have this offer or you have this task that you have to do type of thing. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's like, so simple. Yeah. But I don't think I do that. Like I do a to-do list. If I write things down to get overwhelmed, like it's all the things to do and that doesn't always help. Yes. So I I like, I like yours a lot. Uh, so advice, like absolutely straight up. If you are overwhelmed, ask for advice or the big one, the very, very big one, ask for help. Mm-hmm. straight up ask for help I've been so overwhelmed in my job and tasks and someone goes have you delegated have you done this and I'm like oh oops uh yeah I'm about to do that right now 
<laughs> and then you know and, and it helps just alleviate relieve um some of that pressure and so don't be afraid like Tori said earlier to like you know say no to something but also ask it's amazing who God has probably already put in your life that is willing to pray for you or help you or just support in many different ways depending on what you're feeling overwhelmed about yes another thing that is huge for me is taking time like taking 10 to 15 minutes of like doing nothing I will put my phone in another room I will just sit or I'll turn on like quiet music sometimes I even like watch relaxing fish aquarium videos like it's just what I do um <laughs> I didn't know that yeah That's it's so just- cool Like when I truly am like, I cannot take this anymore. I will just watch fish because fun fact, they are very calming watching them like swim around in the ocean. Like try it people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'll do sometimes. Or I'll like take a walk, but allowing myself that time because I also get to the point where I'm like, go, 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 go. But I have to say, nope, you're going to stop and you're going to take this time. And then once the timer goes off or whenever, then you can pick up whatever else you have left to get done or to do. Um, But just taking some time, almost kind of like pausing to breathe a little bit is like helpful. The word that came to mind as you said that was even maybe a 15 minute unplug, Mm -hmm. our unplug, especially when sometimes we have these hidden habits that we don't even recognize that we're doing because well it's just part of our life when it comes to like going on a certain apps when we're bored or when we're overwhelmed going in and looking at things online that we can shop and buy or mm-hmm. maybe working on grocery shopping like those things that might sometimes be running away and sometimes may even be uh like i can't think of the word uh beneficial, but like I'm plugging for a little bit. Um, my last one I'm going to say, and this is probably the one that I've seen the most benefit in my life. And there's a reason I'm having it as the last for me is because it's the last thing I do when it should be the first thing I do. It's talking to God as simple as that, literally telling him, God, I'm overwhelmed right now by what my boss gave me, by what my sister said to me, by what's going on here and all these things. I feel like I'm about to hit burnout. I don't want that. I haven't had a day off. My kids are doing this. Like all those stuff that are coming at us and literally giving it to him. I I mentioned to you, Tori, that there's many times where I've felt the onset of burnout or being overwhelmed or being overwhelmed. And how God has sometimes done some very dramatic things to make it so that I'm resting. And then there's times where it's little, little bits of things um, where I don't think our whole world needs to stop for him to actually come in and, and be a help. And so my biggest thing that I would suggest is if you are feeling overwhelmed, do not avoid talking to the Lord, even if you haven't talked to him in a while. Because he hasn't left. And this is not me just being, I, I say it all the time. I feel like spiritual, like 
this is literally an answer. Like he's not hiding it from us. It's not some secret thing. And it's not just trying to be the most impressive spiritual person. Like literally, if you haven't talked to God about it, that right there is the best thing. And I'm speaking to myself right now, people. This is not just like, this is literally like, Elizabeth, wake up. Remember, talk to him about it. You can do it. Uh, there's a verse that I just, when we were starting to talk about, you know, things not taught well and overcoming overwhelmed, this verse is what came to my mind. It's Psalms 121, one through two. I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Where does my help come from? My help comes not in just the people I'm talking to, not in just the things I'm writing. Those things can be used by him because he provided them. But ultimately, if I'm not seeking him first, well, overwhelmness may just come and it may just take you out for a little bit, Yeah, but it doesn't have to. And so I was feeling overwhelmed about two weeks ago and God put a pause on that for me. And I'm just sitting in that aspect of it right now in my life. And I'm blown away that, you know what? When I lift my eyes up, where is he? Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. It comes from the maker of heaven and earth. All right, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. To piggyback off of what you were saying, I I 110% agree. Like that's probably the first thing I should do, but it's the last thing that I do. Because I know that I, Victoria Rose, am all out of my solutions. And so I will often be like, God, I literally, there's nothing else that I can do to do and fix whatever. And oftentimes I just feel like the Lord says to me, Tori, you are so hyper-focused and so zoomed in on your life and on things that you cannot see the full picture. And yes, you know, God sees the full picture. We only get some types of glimpses, but sometimes for myself, I get zoomed in on the wrong thing. Like girlfriend, take a step back, zoom out just a little bit to see a little bit more. And then you'll realize, okay, this is not as bad. And God is good. And he has the best plan for me and he is working it out for me and sometimes I have to walk in that uncomfortableness sometimes I have to walk in that like you were saying that struggle and that is okay but realizing that God is there to help you along the way is what we are saying like reach out to him and sometimes it will be in the struggle but knowing that God is right there. He's before you, behind you, beside you. Carrie Job, the blessing. Hello, people. But he is in the midst of everything. So, <laughs> yes. Amen. Yeah. Like, leave it right there. Yes, absolutely. So, I hope that this has helped you because I feel like it's helped me like 100% just processing yeah. it and recognizing, oh, may I? I have all these tools. I really have these tools. So I'm kind of excited because knowing me next week, I'm going to feel overwhelmed and I can pause and go, wait a second. You have these tools, you have these things and make God first. 
even if you haven't anywhere else, take the time because really it's the best thing in the world. Uh, But before we go, (laughs) you know, this is the Bright and Bubbly show and there's always something bright and bubbly you can find in your world. So my friend Tori, what is something bright and what is something bubbly that we can talk about instead of just being overwhelmed? Yes, the bright in my life is today is the first day of spring and that is wonderful and that encourages me just because we get to see new growth and new life and the sign that summer is coming so that makes me happy and then my bubbly this was literally the funnest thing so a couple weeks ago I went to Target no shock there But while I was in Target, it was really windy outside. And so the power went out. Yeah, (laughs) it was so fun. So anyways, yeah, the power was out. But luckily, like they had like um, the emergency lights. So it wasn't pitch black, but it was dark in there. And instead of like getting my stuff and leaving, I said, no, no, no. We're going to take some time to explore Target in the dark. And it was I had the time of my life in Target in the dark, just going up and down aisles. And like, and it was so funny because people around were like, oh, it's so dark. Like, I wonder what's going to happen. And why isn't the lights turning back on? And I was like, I'm taking my time. And I was like, hey, the cash registers might be down. Does this mean I get stuff for free? No, I still (laughs) had to pay for it. But it was quite fun. (laughs) That's awesome, Tori. That's awesome. I love that. Oh, wow. Well, my bright would have to be that I am evaluating fine arts students participating in a fine arts festival that um, covers all creative arts when it comes to like music and and singing all the way to uh, dramas and short sermons and art or pieces and drawing, like all those things. This festival is a part of it and it's virtual this year. And so I get the honor of evaluating and I can't tell you how encouraged I've been because the categories I got to be in this year were short sermon was one of them. And some of these kids, oh my goodness, can preach. And some of them are just so talented that it's like, yes. Um, I also am evaluating a stand-up comedy, which is so, sort of funny. It is. It really is. And so that would be my bright. And then my bubbly is I have a friend who just wanted to encourage me and bought me some stickers and sent them to me and did not put their name on it. And so I literally went a whole day until she couldn't like keep it in anymore. Um, where I'm like, who gave me these stickers? Like, they're so cool. Like, I love them. So they came from Etsy and they just came right to my house. And I was like, well, someone wanted to bless me, but who? And I think that was just like kind of fun to just discover it. And then also get unexpected mail was amazing. So that's it. Oh, yeah. Her stickers were really cute, by the way. Um, So I'm so glad. Yay. Well, thanks for listening to our sort of long podcast. Not intentional, but we're glad that you were around and you would um, tune in. And hopefully, like I said, that God can use this in your life. Yes. Go out. Be blessed. Encourage somebody. Bye.